These are true stories from the files of the TV show Unsolved Mysteries. What you're about to hear is not a news broadcast, nor is it affiliated or officially associated with the TV show Unsolved Mysteries. Join me. Perhaps you can help solve a mystery. On July 14, 1979, at 7 p.m., an unidentified man entered a Garland, Texas gas station and drew a gun on the gas station attendant. The assailant robbed the gas station and left within about 10 minutes. The attendant identified the assailant as Michael Scott Martin, a 26-year-old welder. Michael was arrested, tried and convicted of the armed robbery. Because of a previous arrest, Michael was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole until 1999. The case against Michael was based entirely on eyewitness testimony. There was no physical evidence to tie him to the crime. No fingerprints were found, the money was never located, and the gun has yet to be recovered. I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm at my house in Fort Worth uh, working on a motorcycle and they're saying I'm robbing a gas station in Garland. And I've never robbed anything in my life and I never will. Michael had a clean record until he was 26. In 1979, seven months before the robbery, he was arrested after an altercation in a supermarket. Michael and a friend had been drinking and was seen eating Polish sausage and potato chips from the supermarket shelves. When the manager threatened to call the police, Michael threw the money at the manager, then threatened him and the bag boy with a knife. Michael and his friend then ran to the car Michael pulled out a gun and fired several shots into the air. I don't really know why I pulled the knife. I guess it was just a desire to get out of the door. Let's get out of here. I'm drunk, I'm feeling a little crazy. I'd been hassling with this manager and uh, I was tired of it. I fired it well over their heads. I wasn't meaning to hurt anybody. I wouldn't call placing knives or shooting at people a prank. Uh, it's a Pretty serious offense. Was testimony that he was intoxicated at the time. But still, an intoxicated person who would go to that length to avoid paying for a Polish sausage, you have to wonder about. Polish fucking sausage. Michael pleaded guilty to assault with a deadly weapon and was fined and given four years probation. Then, on July 14th, 1979, just two weeks after Michael's probation began, the gas station was robbed. The gunman stole $400 and fled the scene in the attendant's car. 15 minutes later, a police unit spotted the stolen car outside of an apartment building that Michael had lived in just a month earlier. At approximately 7.25, the detective who investigated the supermarket incident reportedly saw Michael driving his blue Camaro just three blocks from the gas station that was robbed. That same detective asked to work the robbery case. That same detective asked to work the robbery case and the next day showed a series of mugshots to the gas station attendant. The attendant almost immediately identified Michael as the assailant. Michael was arrested and charged with aggravated armed robbery. 
Michael, however, claimed he was at Lake Worth, 70 miles away from Garland at the time of the robbery. Five separate eyewitnesses, three of them who barely knew Michael, corroborated his story. One of the witnesses, George McFarlane, claimed that Michael was working on his motorcycle while he was working on his car. According to George, Michael only left once between 2 and 4 p.m., making it impossible for him to have committed the robbery. Michael Pettigrew stated he saw Michael around 6 p.m., and it would have been impossible for him to have driven to Garland, Texas within an hour. George was certain about the time he had seen Michael because the two watched the TV show Battlestar Galactica together. The show aired at 7 p.m. It's 7 o'clock Saturday night. I remember it real well because there was a television show that I wanted to catch. It was Battlestar Galactica. So I made sure that at 7 o'clock I was there in front of the television. And Mike came in and watched the show with me. Michael's trial seemed to be about who the jury would believe. The two prosecution eyewitnesses or the five defense eyewitnesses. Then Michael's previous incident at the supermarket was entered into evidence, possibly affecting the jury. The prosecutor at Michael's trial was not certain he would have gotten a conviction had it not been for the previous incident being allowed as evidence. The prosecutor believes that his eyewitnesses were positive, but he also believes that the defense eyewitnesses were positive in what they had seen. It took the jury only 15 minutes to convict Michael. He was given the maximum sentence, life in prison without parole, for 20 years. However, many are convinced that Michael is innocent, especially the five eyewitnesses that placed him 70 miles away. Even the prosecutor was uncertain if he was guilty or not. The gas station attendant, however, is convinced he got the right man. This case originally aired on Unsolved Mysteries on February 5th, 1988. Also in this episode, there are no shortage of amazing mustaches and mullets. Since then, Michael Martin has been released from prison in 1999, but will remain on parole for the rest of his life. He is determined to clear his name. So what really happened? Does Michael have an evil twin? Does he have a doppelganger? Is there some sort of alternate universe? Was the gas station attendant wrong? Did the police frame him? Or did Michael actually do it and him and his friends are all just full of shit? Some of these stories remain unsolved. Perhaps someone out there listening holds the vital answer to solving the mystery. Perhaps it's you.